This is the Blind Entrepreneur Podcast where we help entrepreneurs and business professionals execute their vision by guiding them to profitability. On this episode, we are talking to Joshua Stivens. We're talking to him about business. We're talking to him about life, finding why, finding your why in shiny object syndrome. That particular portion of the podcast I felt was uh, the most compelling because it highlights a real issue with entrepreneurship and business. Sometimes in business and in life, we find something and we completely, we automatically just go right to it. Hence the word shiny object. But more specifically, we go to those objects when we find out that something isn't working. And sometimes in life and business, we do not work on that one thing long enough in order to see the true results that we want. Um, and that is a real life experience that Joshua has uh, experienced. And um, to hear it, I think it will bring clarity and relate very well to uh, the people that may be temporarily lost in, in business. The way Joshua answers his questions is very methodical. Every time that he speaks, it's with purpose. He thinks before he speaks, and he's just not very—he's not a reactionary person. Uh, he's po poised and controlled, and when he answers it, you know you're going to get the most in-depth and absolute best answer uh, humanly possible in Joshua's mind uh, and, and, and brain. Uh, he's also uh, a family guy. Uh, he has one child, uh, married, and another one on the way. Joshua, congratulations to you, your family, and, and all of your success uh, that you have and that you will have in the future. Now let's get to today's episode. Let's go! Hey Joshua, welcome to the show, man. How is your day going? It's going really great. It's going really great today. Awesome. Another rainy day in Washington, but that's that's Washington's winter, so exactly. That's like every day for you guys. <laughs> yeah. So before we get into the heavy hitting questions about business, entrepreneurship, uh, we have to talk about the important stuff. So imagine you just had the absolute best day of your life. Where are you going to eat, and what are you going to order? in order to make your day complete? Yeah, so I'm a really simple guy, and I would go to Chipotle, and I would get their burrito bowl. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my top of my day. Nice. So uh, I, I don't know if you still are, but I've done uh, some research on my behalf of, of, of you, uh, and I know that, at least from the pictures that I found, uh, from the pictures that I found online of you, you're vegan. Is that, is that still true to this day? So it's actually interesting. I, we went. My wife and I have always kind of played with our diet. And back in January, we decided that we wanted to try the vegan route. And without getting into all the politics of veganism, we did it for about six months. And you know, I felt like I was doing okay, but my wife and our son started having some issues with it. Just started to notice some allergies towards a lot of grains and just a lot of different things. And so we started limiting our diet. Uh, significantly being vegan and then having these things cut out and so we actually transitioned back to eating meat again um, it was it was pretty difficult at first just because there was some I don't know ethical views for us of why we went vegan as well but when we went into it we had said you know we want to do this we did a lot of research and if it doesn't help if it's not promoting us physically I but yeah, so we're actually, we did it for about six months 
and then we transitioned back out of it. Okay, I got you. Well, I do have another question about that later on in the show. Um, but before we get into all that fun stuff, we're just going to get right into it today. Um, first question, tell me about a time that you felt lost or blind in business, and how did you overcome it? Oh, man, like, <clears throat> honestly, the feeling lost and blinded, <laughs> I was like blown in the mic. It was like probably the first year and a half of my business. Um, I s was working in the accounting industry. That's what I'd gone to school for. And that's I going back to the kind of the beginning of the story is I had started this journey to work at a, you know, big four CPA firm and transitioned, decided to start my own business and I didn't know what to do. So I went into accounting and bookkeeping, but along this whole way, it was skill that. And so that's just, I just defaulted to it. And I think that's where a lot of people kind of start is what am I good at? What do I already know? But one thing I experienced was no matter how much my business was growing, there was like a really a lack of fulfillment in what I was doing. And so I was always searching. There was this time like about a year ago where I'd been doing bookkeeping and, you know, shiny object syndrome. I saw this online digital marketing and I was like, maybe I'll play with that. And so I kind of started to move into that and tried to get something launched and didn't feel it there. And so I defaulted back to the bookkeeping and, you know, it, it was one of those situations where you know, situation for my family and for the business. And, but at the end of the day, I was just really exhausted. Like it, it would just pull so much out of me. And part of that's because of what I was doing. I didn't feel like I was impacting the market in the way that I wanted to. I felt like, um, you know, I can get into this more, but I felt like what I was doing was I wouldn't, I, I really wanted to impact people's lives financially. And I felt like bookkeeping was really enabling uh, people in, in poor financial decisions. So that was part of it. And the other part of it was, it was just not the aspect of work that I wanted to do. So I just, I felt man, the first year and a half, I was, I felt really blind. I just kept pushing forward, hoping that eventually clarity would come. Um, at the time, I felt like everybody had a purpose, you know, people in business, they all had these big purposes and visions. And I just, I felt like I was lacking something because I didn't have And then about six months ago, four to six months ago, um, I kind of took a step back and I just like, this isn't sustainable. This isn't what I want to be doing. And I really, what got me past that point of feeling blind and really getting clear on what it was that I was supposed to be doing in business and the way that I could really provide the most value. I just had to let go of everything I thought I knew. Like I just had to, what I thought I knew about myself, what I thought I knew about business, the concept that I could only do this specific thing because that's where I was trained. Um, I just had to let it all go. And part of that process was I connected with a mentor slash, you know, mastermind group that really helped me think through and ask the right questions of myself. Um, and so I just spent a lot of time inward. Just Evaluating those things that seem so simple, you know, who am I, <laughs> what do I really want? And, and just casting aside this construct of what I had believed about myself for so many years. And so at this point, 
like my vision is so much clearer than it's ever been i would say in my entire life like the the my purpose and what i'm going for is like I, i could go on for a day about it um but even in that there's still there's still i feel like there's always an aspect not of blindness but of you know, things are a little fuzzy. Like I know where I want to go, but I still don't know exactly how I'm going to get there. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just what I would, the way that I got through it was really just going inward and just asking myself some difficult questions and letting go of this concept that I had to be a certain way. Do you remember the day that you were just like, F it? You know, do you, do you remember that moment in time when you were just um, I'm tired of this. Like, I need to change. Something needs to happen. Something I, mean, I need to. I need to stop uh, having that shiny uh, object syndrome, as most entrepreneurs do. Can you just take me back to that day? Yeah. So I don't like remember the date, but there was this. <laughs> there, you know, business affects every part of our life, especially as entrepreneurs. Um, and so during this time, like, it was really affecting me as a person. It was affecting me and my ability just in my family, like with my, with my spouse, with my son. And, you know, my, my first business, the whole concept of what I was doing, I was always focused on the income, the revenue that my business was making, that financial aspect. And, and there was this, I remember this day because it was six, like, I just, I sat down one day journal and I just started to like I went back to you know where I was as a kid and these you know these thoughts that I had as a kid for what I wanted in life these dreams you know when you're a kid you don't have any inhibitions like you're just the world is everything's possible and as you grow older you know from what you hear from people what you experience in life you start to be like well certain things are possible and Mm -hmm. you know but certain things aren't I just started to write and I just, there was so much emotion, more emotion than I've experienced in years, like just getting down to the root of who I was behind the personality that I had created, behind the the mass that I had created and getting really down to the core of self. And as soon as I like, and it wasn't just like in a moment, but in that moment, it was like the start of this, this new journey. Mm-hmm. Um, go constant you know because every you're when you're not clear you're just constantly looking around like what's next what's the next thing i can do and you try it and it doesn't feel right and so you're like what's the next thing i can do and a lot of times in those instances if you have a shiny object syndrome it's you're focusing on the wrong thing you're not really focusing on what you're giving the marketplace you're focusing on what the marketplace can give you Mm. and that's what i really realized and that's what i realized you know and it kind of came because in those moments, like I had all this stress. And so I had these certain expectations from my wife and from my family. Like I, I need your guys' support. Like I, I, everything was about me. My, about me, how I was serving my clients was about me, how I was in my family was about me. And like at that moment, it just hit me. Like it was kind of a flip side of two of the same coin. Um, there's a belief that I wasn't good enough. And so I was afraid of really pursuing what I wanted to. And then to kind of cover that up, there's the, 
this is all about me. And mm. so I'm going to make myself feel good from what I'm doing. Mm. And, you know, there's still a challenge. Like we're as humans, I think sometimes we, there's selfish, selfish pieces to us, um, which is good. You know, that survival instinct, like we have to think about self. Um, but that was really what was holding me back. And um, in that moment, it just, the journey that happened after that was the growth was exponentially more than any time before that. So let's actually uh, segue into that type of uh, talk where we, uh, where we talk about growing biz- your business, where we talk about um, expanding. You said, you said, am I correct in saying that you said uh, the past six months have been the best six months business wise of your, of your life? Yeah. So to that same breath, um, one of the hardest things to do in business is to get your first 100 customers. Um, how are you, how were you able to accomplish this and what are you doing within the past six months that has completely changed the way you think, the way you do business, et cetera? Yeah. So I, you know, I haven't hit my first hundred customers in this new arena. Um, it's a higher end, you know, higher offer kind of uh, business right now. I'm playing with a lot of different business models and concepts as I grow. But the thing that really changed for me was, and the thing that's caused me to grow was, was that, that I, again, it's back to letting go of this concept that, well, this is about me. And, you know, how can, you know, because that's what a lot of entrepreneurs start as is I hate my nine to five or, I don't want to go to college, so how can I start a business where I have freedom? And I think that those are important questions because you you want your business to serve the lifestyle that you want, but at the same time, your business is not about you. If it is about you and solely about you, you're going to struggle to grow because um, maybe in 1950 that worked because people just wanted a service, but today people want a relationship and they can sense that, that selfishness. So what really kind of shifted in me was focusing on my marketplace and really connecting with them. And the reason it's it's worked so well is because I connect with them because I have gone through and experienced the same things in my personal life that I'm connecting with them on. You know, I've just, maybe I'm three, four steps ahead of them. Or you, you do this, I've you know, I was still working in the money industry, so it's like I, I, I understand something, but I also understand where they where they are because I've been there in my life. And so when I go to the marketplace, instead of thinking, you know, what can I do to, you know, to just hit my the highest profit or the highest revenue that I possibly can, it's more about connecting with the person on a personal level and realizing that they're a human being. <laughs> Yeah. Not just a client, not just a dollar revenue amount. So what are some ways that you're connecting? Because um, I think that's really, like, if we can get some examples, that would be incredibly helpful. Um, you know, there's small things that we all do. We can go out and give coffee. We can go out and uh, just make a phone call and wish them happy birthday. Um, but you know, what is it that, you, that you're doing to humanize your business? Yeah, so, you know, a big part of my business is uh, social media. That's kind of where I, I'm really growing. And, but I'm also noticing myself just in that shift affecting me personally because like 
when I, my first business, what I really struggled with was I would always start relationships with people with a motive in mind, like not an ulterior motive, but kind of, that's kind of the concept. Like, Hmm, this person seems like they could be an ideal client. Like I should get to know them. And so it kind of made relationships seem confusing. Like how do I use social media? (laughs) Because I just, I'm not making the connections that I feel like I should. And then when I let that go and I just was like, I don't care if you're my ideal client or not, like you're a human being. So there's, you know, one of the ways that I do it is I use a lot of different like Facebook groups and I not just like plastering my message, you know, yes, I share insight because this is, it's a value piece and it is something that I feel like the market needs for them. But I also want to connect with them on a personal level. So asking them things outside of what I offer and getting to know individual people. And, you know, it's a lot of testing and tweaking. Social media is something that hasn't always been my strongest piece. But once I realized, you know, it's called social media for a reason. And I think people forget that it's because it's a social network. Mm -hmm. And so if you're using it to socialize, think of it like you go into a Facebook group, think of it as a networking event. Like you're going into this place to meet people. You don't walk into a networking event and just, just start screaming about your business and you know throwing your website up and if you do everyone no one listens to you 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 leave and you didn't gain anything and no one gained anything from you but if you go in there and you're connecting with people and it's like you start to have a conversation you know sometimes it starts out small you know i'm not big on small talk but i do partake in it um like just you know how's the weather and it, it can but as you kind of grow that relationship you start to maybe see some commonalities some things that you share oh you have kids hey i have a two-year-old and my wife's expecting how's how's it going like how's what's it like for you running your business you know and and trying to balance and have harmony between your business and your and your family and oh you you like to travel or you like to hike whatever it is like there's these personal aspects of every human being outside of their business that makes them who they are and so once I started to kind of see that and I started to connect with people on a human level and because we're so wired to think about business and our business and how business functions and we get into a business Facebook group and we're just one business, 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 the people are multidimensional and they're not just about business. So getting to know them and so long description cut short, it's, it's like, once you connect with them as a person, if they have a need for what you offer, they're going to come to you because they, you know, you're also positioning yourself as an expert in that area or a leader or thought leader in that area. And so when they have something that they're, they need, they're going to think about you. Yeah. And I think there's, we all have ideas and we all have concepts in our mind of people that are doing that well, because like, Oh yeah, if I think about advertising or marketing, this is the guy I think about. Yeah. And it's because there's there's this other piece to it. You don't think about a business that just does marketing. You think about the person and why you connect with them, like who they are as an individual and, and that, that relationship. Yeah. Because people do business with people who they know, like, and trust. Yep. And so that's the whole package, I think. So um, I'm listening to this and I'm like, wow, you know, I'm really intrigued by the whole Facebook group aspect of uh, interpersonal relationships and 
talking to people as human beings, etc. Um, to somebody who has never gone out into a Facebook group to try and humanize themselves and their business, um, if you could just give us like a strategy that you're using right now that's like really working well. Um, you go, you log into Facebook, you hit, you you take your mouse or you take your phone, you hit the search button. What are you searching for? How do you know it's a good group? And 